Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. FM News Talk 97.1 Podcast. And welcome to another edition of Second Amendment Radio here on FM News Talk 97.1. Tony Colombo in studio with producer Chad Ellis. Hello, hello. My partner, Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory, is on location at some secret underground base <laughs> hidden beneath a mountain uh, and a river and an ocean somewhere on the planet Earth fighting for liberty and justice. Aaron, how's yeah. it going? <laughs> Good. We're, uh, me, and, uh, me and a couple of the guys are actually doing an armors class today. Nice. Um, so it's, it's one of those things that we do um, for... A, the knowledge uh, to bring that to our customers. You know, we, we love them so much. And uh, and then the other thing we can do is we're learning how to take these guns all the way down just to the bare frame, every pin, every spring. So when a customer comes in and says, hey, I need sights put on, it's like, hey, it's not a big deal. Hey, I need a trigger put in. That's not a big deal. Or when they say, hey, I put this guide rod spring in backwards and now my gun's locked up and I can't get it to come apart, um, we can we can fix that too. So, um, just a, it's a it's going to be an awesome day. I love I love coming to these classes because you get to meet so many gun guys uh, from all the different shops, um, and then you, obviously you're getting your your factory rep, uh, which is a great great time too. So, so this class is Smith and Wesson. We're learning about the M and P two and the shields. Which if you haven't checked those two guns out. Uh, I would I would highly highly recommend stopping in a Southern Armory and looking at at those guns because they're just a, a and, neat gun. And it's just another um, example of you being the owner of Southern Armory. But you know you're already the gun expert. You already own a gun store. You already teach the CCW classes, all that kind of stuff. But even you are always out trying to sop up more knowledge, learn more stuff, so you can pass that along. Uh, not only to our audience here on 2A Radio, but also to your customers at Southern Armory. I think it's a, a testament. Absolutely, yeah. And, 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 you know, I tell you the guy I fear, the guy that's like, I know everything. And it's like, oh, that's kind of frightening. You know, <laughs> technology's, technology's changing. Like, even on, on these 2.0s, you know, and, um, I took the, the, they're calling it the Gen 1 now, right? So right. The, the original MNP, when they released it um, a number of years ago, uh, now it's a, now we're calling this like the Gen 2, you know, and it's the 2.0. Um, and I'm like seeing the little differences in there now. And I'm like, yep, you know, and, and we've had them cycling into the shop for triggers and sights and uh, some minor, minor gunsmith repair uh, where we've called Smith and Smith has just sent us the parts, which is another uh, great thing too, is now Smith is, is implementing um, uh, basically a kit that we're going to have in store. So if you break your Smith and Wesson uh, semi-automatic pistol. You come in the store. We're going to have the parts uh, on hand, and we can fix it um, pretty much on the spot. As long as it's not, you know, too goobered up or anything crazy, um, we won't have to send it back, and we won't have to wait for parts. 
So it's just another another awesome thing, and you've got to be a certified armor to do this. So there's not going to be, um, you know, many people in the area that are that are able to do this. There's only right. I think one other store in the area in this class. Everybody else is just kind of from the state of Missouri, state of Illinois. We've had people from like Springfield. I didn't even ask them, you know, Illinois or Missouri. I just know they drove like three or four hours to get here. Mm-hmm. Um, but they kind of give you the, an idea. You got another class they hold. Uh, they hold it in St. Louis, and they hold it in like Southern Arkansas, and then they hold it in, in Mississippi, um, at least for, for this region. So we're getting people from kind of all over, uh, which, is, which is phenomenal. So got, a, got me and a couple other staff members down here. We're taking the class and having a blast. Nice. And, uh, hopefully we'll get some range time here in a little bit. We'll get to uh, shoot some of their newer guns, which is what we did last time, too. They'd just come out with a, a, the M&T uh, Shield and forty five caliber. I don't even think it was out to the uh, to the public yet, and our rep had one. He's like, "Who wants to shoot this 45?" And I'm a I'm a big 45 guy, um, and I'm like, "Of course, who doesn't want to shoot one?" And so I went and shot it, and I was like, "Man, this is awesome!" That's so, sweet. Uh, pretty pretty excited. Yeah, so we'll see uh, see what Smith has, and there might be a new gun in there. He hasn't he hasn't hinted to anything, but if there is, uh, he'll probably have to swear us to secrecy or something. So you'll just have to kind of stay tuned to uh, the Facebook page. Uh, you know, 2A Radio's Facebook page, Second Amendment Radio's page, and uh, Southern Armory's Facebook page to kind of keep apprised. Yes. And then um, we're going to be getting in. Uh, normally they, they give us uh, the option to, to buy a gun. Uh, so some, some of our guys are going to pass. And I'm like, yeah, I think I could use a new Smith & Wesson M&P 2.0. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, buy one. So I might be doing some videos for everybody uh just slowly over time kind of modifying it and i think i might go shoot some uh, uspsa matches with it uh this summer now that i'm done with paramedic school and i'm gonna have a life back that's right can't wait so i'm probably gonna set up a new uspsa gun so if you're you're on facebook and you're kind of interested in that uh style of shooting or maybe getting into the competitions or uh maybe you already do it and maybe you're just running a totally factory gun uh, might be some interesting videos to, to tune into so right. um, get those get those cooking uh, down the pipe here uh, in the next few weeks yep so, great stuff but, and uh, yeah. an- another week has passed by we talk about uh, uh, what is hot what what is selling at Southern Armory what people are are coming in to buy and of course we've been talking about suppressors for weeks now and Last uh, or this this week, we saw the Democratic debates. We saw many of these uh, Democratic candidates talk about gun control, and uh, mm-hmm. many Absolutely. of them many of them started most of the of the Democratic gun safety plans start on the extreme left and then work themselves more and more to the left as you know they they go down the yeah. line on their uh, on the debate stage. Um, yeah. What did uh, so? Does that have has that had any effect uh, this presidential election? Is it still suppressors that are red hot? What's happening at Southern Armory? So, uh, so kind of get into that. Uh, suppressors are still they're selling. They re- they really are. Uh, I thought it was just going to be like a temporary thing. It'll be a week or two, but no, they're still going. Um, we've still got suppressors in stock. We've still got suppressors on order. Uh, so, if you want a suppressor uh, and you want a specific suppressor, we're starting to see those. Uh, at, at the wholesalers and at the manufacturers just not become available. Uh, right now, it's just a couple of them, okay? Uh, a couple models that we've run into. It's just like they don't have any more. What else would you like? And 
And so we've had to put people into to other ones. So if you were kind of on the fence um, going, I'll be able to get it, I'll be able to get it, um, now is, is probably the time to get into Southern Armory. And with our Made in America sale coming up, yes. uh, now until uh, July 7th, you can come in and put on order anything Made in America. Um, so you can, if you're in the market for a new pistol and you want to get a Smith & Wesson pistol, a uh, revolver, you know, that would definitely qualify. Uh, or some of these awesome suppressors that are out there from, from Gym Tech, which is also owned by Smith & Wesson. Uh, or you could go into uh, your Silencer Co. Or many of the other great brands like Dead Air uh, is, is another awesome one. Or uh, one of my more recent favorites here uh, that's just a really neat uh, suppressor that we've, I think we've got like one left in stock, uh, Texas Rifle Company. And uh, we were actually talking to the owner the other day. And he's told us that uh, since we were uh, the first store in the area to pick him up, uh, that he was going to support us on anything that we needed and that just to call him directly. And that was the, literally the president uh, that my wife was talking to the other day. And uh, so we, of course, uh, being impressed by that, that customer service that he extended to us and then him just talking about, you know, the things that he's done for customers, the end user, it's, it's you know, you guys are paying the $200 tax stamp and waiting that 11 or 12 months. Um, I was like, you know, you sound like the kind of guy I'd like to have on the show. So we might be having him uh, on the show here, uh, July or August to talk about his suppressors and what makes his company different. Um, and I, and I really, you know, when I look at it, suppressors, you know, there, there is a difference, you know, how they come apart and how easy they are to clean, but the customer service end, you know, how easy it to get a hold of them when you got a problem. And I've experienced that with a few suppressor companies that are no now no longer around. And we are calling them and calling them and calling them and emailing them and emailing them and emailing them. And you're not getting a response. You just I kind of look at my wife and I go, they're probably not going to be around much longer, you know. And and unfortunately, um, I've been able to predict that uh, several several times with, yes. with manufacturers, suppressors, even even ammunition companies too. Right. So right. So, but, uh, yeah, so coming to Southern Armory between now and, and July 7th, take advantage of that Made in America sale. Uh, we're located at 9901 Watson Road. That's one mile east of 270 and 44 at southernarmory.com. Southernarmory.com? That's southernarmory.com. Oh, yeah. See, even when you're not in the room, we're here ready for yeah. you. We got your back. <laughs> <You> got it. <laughs> that is right. Yeah. Don't miss the Made in America sale. Don't miss the... Uh, Chance to get a suppressor, especially if, uh, you know, you never know how these laws are going to go, um, you know. Uh, so get that right. process started sooner than later because, the, 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 if anything, the Dems are only trying to make it more difficult to right. uh, obtain and those. And so. they were all talking about it. I don't yeah. know if oh, yeah. who else was watching the uh, the pregame show, right? And I say pregame show uh, because, you know, they had – some technical difficulties, but you know, my wife and I and, and Piper, mm-hmm. my daughter's very involved in the business. If you've been in the shop, you've met her. She's she's the first one saying hi and the last one saying bye. And she's even like me. She'll walk you to the she'll walk you to the door. Um, she's got this great <laughs> new trick where she opens the door. Uh, believe it or not, she's not going to be two here for about four more weeks. Wow, so she's getting huge. That's awesome. But um, it's four four weeks and and yeah, actually four weeks to the day of this air. So mm-hmm. uh, anyway, uh, so we're all watching it, and apparently it had some technical issues. So you know, of course, I'm watching like the the commentary about how the Dems are going to win, and they're going after certain states, and they're talking about their momentum 
in states that were traditionally Republican that they had flipped. Uh, Arizona was one of them. Yep. And then they were going to, you know, look at look how close the margin here was in like Florida, you know, where Trump only won by, you know, one percent. It was like, you know, forty nine, to, um, you know, and then the independent had like two percent. And then, yeah. uh, you know, the it was like forty seven point whatever percent for um, for Hillary. And, you know, they were just, you know, really hammering away on states like Florida, states like Pennsylvania, states like Ohio. And, and that's, that's the commentary. And then, you know, I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, I'm like, well, at least they got a battle plan, you know, and at least, at least they're discussing it openly. So Trump's, uh, you know, um, team can get an idea of what they're going to do. And then we get into the debate and they're talking about, you know, we, the Democrats, and this is kind of the scary part, uh, is they're no longer going to be a, uh, a coastal, political group right and they're referring to the the east coast uh or the west coast which i call the left coast mm. which is you know everybody knows that's where all the populace is i'm sure if you're on any type of social media you've seen the um the meme uh where it shows like all the states by population um and you know missouri is itty bitty you know we're, yeah. we're super tiny um and in that map that they've created in the united states california is like basically from kansas over is all California and New York was huge and everything else. So they're uh, now talking about flipping those states and how they've got to become, I guess it's dawned on the Democrats, they've got to become, uh, quote, a party of the working class, yeah. a friend of uh, the, the, the blue collar, and they've got, to, they've got to focus on the rest of the country, the center of the country, just not the the east and west coast. And that is it that is exactly the point that I want to highlight because I heard them talking about that how uh, they need to they need to appeal to the Midwest and the rest of the country and I have uh, a take on that that I want to discuss and I want to get into some of the details about uh, what they talked about and uh, you know and, and, and their what they call uh, gun control legislation and how that can affect you. Uh, Aaron Tarlow's on the phone, owner of Southern Armory. He's going to stick around. We're also going to talk to Alex Salzman from the Missouri Firearms Coalition in the next segment. We want to get into all of these issues that we uh, saw this week addressed here on Second Amendment Radio. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to FM News Talk 97.1. And welcome back to Second Amendment Radio, FM News Talk 97.1. Tony Colombo in studio with producer Chad Ellis. And on the phone this week, my partner Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. And also joining us now is Alex Salzman from the Missouri Firearms Coalition. Alex, thanks so much for joining us. It's been a few weeks since we've spoken with you. How's it going? Going good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. Um, I know that I think that we talked at the end of the Missouri legislative session, and uh, you know there was some progress, but I think that we were kind of hoping that uh, the state of Missouri was going to get more done this year. Uh, before we dive into some of the issues of the week, like the Democratic debate and all that stuff, um, could you just give us one more time your your recap of how you feel the uh, state of Missouri performed this year um, in the legislative session as far as, as gun rights are concerned? Well, I guess it depends on how you look at it. I mean, some would say no news is good news. Uh, we didn't have any gun control bills passed this year. It wasn't without massive effort on their part, though, in Jefferson City. Um, But we also didn't have any good pro-gun pieces of legislation passed either. 
Uh, we had campus carry that made it farther than it had in the past. We had the gun-free zones and public transit uh, that made it farther than it had it in the past. But altogether, they all died just mm-hmm. like last year or before right. that. What do you uh, think? Yeah, I, I was actually really hoping for um, the public transit. I mean, I was really hoping all the gun-free zones would get, you know, get eliminated um, and really just kind of come down to jails, prisons, police stations, and then and the private property posted off limits. Um, but it, it seems that, you know, it all stalled. But, you know, we did dodge the bullet with the red flag laws, um, yeah. at, least, at least on the state level. Uh, if you listen to the debates last night, um, it seems like it's going to be a, a big push yeah. um, if we get a, a Democrat in office mm-hmm. uh, in the executive. So. What about next year as far as the state of Missouri is concerned, Alex? Do you, is there any hope that uh, – We'll make more progress. Obviously, it's going to be an election year, presidential election year, a governor election year. So there's going to be even more eyes on lawmakers next year than, uh, you know, a year like 2019. Can we expect or or hope for more um, progress or is it just going to always be this this fight to get anything accomplished? Well, I would certainly hope that there would be progress. I do anticipate a fight always, though, when it comes to the Second Amendment. We've been fighting for a few years now trying to repeal the deadly gun-free zone laws that we have on the books here in Missouri, which would include the campus carry and the gun-free zones on public transit. It's like they're trying to piece it out and maybe take care of one gun-free zone or the other gun-free zone, but we're not taking... Um, a consolidated look at the problem, and we need to be. So that's what our focus is going to be moving forward into next year, is trying to repeal the deadly gun-free zones that we have. And then, of course, we're going to be on the front lines tackling the red flag confiscation orders uh, that we saw last year. We actually saw it in a couple different bills last year. They did try to amend it, water it down, and slide it in on us. Um, but they were not yeah. successful. So we're going to be very diligent on that aspect as well next year. Good stuff. So I want to get into um, a point. I want to follow up on a point that Aaron was making in the last segment. Uh- hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Um, about the Democrats, and, and, and even a, a couple of them even addressed this on the stage that and and it got mixed reaction because I don't think the Democrats believe this about themselves or at least not uh, all of them that they have become this elitist class they only uh, care about the coasts and the borders and they're you know they they're working for all these different uh, uh, minority groups but they're but they don't care by and large about the just you know rank and file average american citizen i think that they are maybe hopefully well i don't know about hopefully but i think maybe some of them are starting to realize that that's the condition of that party but i don't think that they all realize that yet and as i was watching these debates this week 
I realized that part of the reason that I just cannot stomach the Democrat Party right now, and I'm not I'm far from a Republican. I don't I don't trust I don't trust a Republican any more than I trust a Democrat. But as I'm watching these Democrats, I realize that the reason that I can't stomach to listen to them anymore is because they can't stomach me anymore. They 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 don't care one bit about me and my family and what we're going through about the taxes we pay or the schools we're trying to send our kids to or any of that stuff they're 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 only focused on all these different you know groups all these different people yeah. that have labels and the just the the general uh, population they don't they don't care about anymore did you get that um, that same sense go ahead alex you first oh yeah absolutely you know and they were saying that the other night in the debate that, you know, we need to care about blue-collar workers. We need to care about the Midwest. We need to care about gun owners. I think they even um, even mentioned Missouri uh, in did. one of their arguments. They were bickering back and forth, you know, and really they don't care. They just know that their poll numbers are telling them, their polls are telling them that they need us. They need gun owners. They need, you know, law-abiding citizens. And it cannot just be about identity politics. So now they've spent years, you know, railing and really just campaigning on these identity politics. And now they're, they're, they're getting the message that nobody cares about those identity politics. We care about the issues that matter to us. Right. Aaron, what do you think? Yeah, I, I completely agree with her. Um, it is uh, just amazing uh, that they can change on the drop of a dime Based on the polls, I don't think they care about Missouri at all. Um, I, I think that, and, and and then the other thing that I picked up on too is, you know, we don't care about the the gun collector whose guns are just sitting in their safe and not not harming anybody. And it's like, y- yes, you do. Yes, you, you do. Know? You, yes, you, you do. absolutely do. Um, I have you know guns in my safe that you would love to either take from me or buy back at a heavily discounted price um, just because you feel that they're dangerous. Right. And, and we've talked about, like, you know, I own NFA stuff, sharp rifles, machine guns, and, and suppressors, and you can come into Southern Army and buy all those things totally legally in Missouri as long as you comply with the federal law, which is, you know, fingerprint background check and a $200 tax stamp. Um, but you would literally give me, you know, well, you got a suppressor, here's 100 bucks. Right. Well, that, right. that suppressor was, you know, a thousand dollar suppressor or six hundred fifty dollar suppressor. Plus, I paid two hundred dollars to you to let you know that I have it. And then when you look at the white page report released by the ATF uh, a couple of years ago, those items are not used uh, really in crimes. We discussed that a few weeks ago on the show. It was like point zero four, I think, percent. Right. Um, uh, are used in crimes. And, and th- that included like, you know hunting with a suppressor, um, you know, or unjustified, unjustified shootings or, you know, accidental discharges where somebody got struck and they got charged with involuntary manslaughter, stuff like that, um, you know, was factored into that. We're not talking about, you know, hardened criminals walking into, you know, mobile on the run or a quick trip and knocking the place over with a, you know, a Glock or a Smith and Wesson M&P that's suppressed. That, mm-hmm. That's just not, they don't, they don't, you know, criminals don't do that. They're, they're highly regulated. Um, you know, and, and the other thing, you know, I mentioned last, you know, last week I was talking to my one neighbor 
you know, my, my AR-15 that's in two two three is no more powerful than uh, the M1 Grand in thirty out six that my grandfather carried in World War Two. Yeah, you know, right, um, right, and and, um, and that's a and that would be technically a weapon of war. Yep. And so the M1 carbine and my nineteen oh three uh, Springfield, uh, those are weapons of war. My AR fifteen that's semi automatic has never seen uh, the light of day uh, in a battlefield, uh, even though they'll tell you uh, it has, and I I will argue. Uh, they may look the same, but they don't function the same. Right. So, Alex, I, by uh, judging by what the words that come out of these Democrats' mouths, they believe a safer America would be an America that had an open had open borders and no guns. Can Can you just talk about how backwards that is? Well, it's backwards for a number of reasons. I mean. American citizens have basic inalienable rights that are that are afforded to us and are protected by our Bill of Rights. And basically, that says that the government cannot require you to seek permission before you take these actions or use these items. To have open borders and to say that um, Im- illegal immigrants, people that are not citizens, should be afforded all of the rights that citizens have, while at the same time trying to repeal the rights of American citizens is just backwards. It's completely asinine, and I can't imagine that any logical, reasonable American citizen would fall for that kind of garbage. Yeah, we're uh, almost out of time in this segment. Before I lose both of you, uh, Aaron, really quick, uh, talk about the Southern Armory and Second Amendment Radio Facebook pages and why those are such great places to keep up with this show and what's happening at Southern Armory throughout the week. Right. So uh, definitely find us on Facebook. Definitely go to SouthernArmory.com. SouthernArmory.com. That's SouthernArmory.com. His mic wasn't on. He had to scramble. Oh, okay. You should have seen it. It was pretty good. He scrambled. <laughs> Not me, baby. Not me. But his mic was off. He was he was a mess. That's good. You know, hit hit the website. I won't say it again. I won't throw it goes off. SouthernArmory.com. And, uh, get, on, get on our newsletter. Uh, we mail that out whenever there's something big going on. Obviously, we've got the Made in America sale going on. It's a great way to come out and a support a small local family-owned business and uh, support American-made products and jobs. Yes, can't stress that enough. So yes. get in the store and, and definitely take advantage of what we're going to do for you guys and uh, the great products that our American workers. You know, we we can make America great again. And I, I think a big part of that is just, you know, buying American, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the next thing, uh, you know, get on get on the socials with us. Get on Southern Armour's Facebook page. Get on Second Amendment Radio's Facebook page. I'm on there several times a week now that I have a bunch of time. And we're doing, like, gunsmithing, right? I had a, a loaded 44, uh, 44 revolver uh, come in, and, uh, and I showed you how to make it safe. And uh, by spraying, you know, chemicals in to deactivate the ammunition and then how to make it safe by removing... Uh, the spring so the hammer wouldn't function, and then we got it apart and then cleaned it real good, put it back together for the customer. Customer's thrilled. Uh, we've worked a couple other odds and ends throughout the week. We've had discussions on gun control and kids with guns and just uh, a bunch of stuff that kind of carries on uh, through the show. We just talk a little bit more in depth about it. So yeah. it's, a, it's a good way to kind of tune in, and, and there's a bunch of you doing that. It's It's awesome. I love seeing you know, three, four hundred plus views. And I love having 15, 16 of you uh, getting on there. And I love 
uh, there's interaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of these videos, you, know, you guys are asking questions, and you know we're just kind of talking back and forth, and, and I love it. So it's a way for you to interact, and yes. it's a way for you. Um, you know, you're listening every week, and we love it, right? And I, and I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you guys sharing it with your friends and telling your friends about you know the radio, uh, iHeartRadio, and um, was that no? Is I well, what's the radio? Radio.com. Radio.com, Radio.com yep. or going to the 971's website and going to the podcast um, and, and downloading it every week. You guys have made this um, one of the, the best performing shows on yeah. the weekends. Yeah, that it really true, is. It re- that is you that know? is true, and it's it's awesome to see that. It's a great way to keep up with everything happening here with the show, or if you miss anything or you want to hear it again, radio.com, favorite the radio station. It's a free app on your phone, your tablet, whatever. Favorite the radio station. You can stream it 24-7, and you have access to the Second Amendment Radio podcast. Again, absolutely free, all the podcasts here on the station. And, of course, uh, Second Amendment Radio and Southern Armory on Facebook. Alex, we were just talking about... Um, this this presidential election that's coming up, it's going to be that time where people are going to be learning about these candidates and then next year heading to the voting booth. We talk all the time when we talk about what's happening here in Missouri, and now we're going to expand that conversation out nationally, how important it is to do your due diligence and be educated on what these candidates are have in store if they're elected to these national offices one of the best places to stay educated and get all that information is on the missouri firearms coalition website and also on social media so could you tell folks um, how they can learn more and follow the issues that you guys are following at the coalition and uh, social media websites all that good stuff yeah for sure you'll want to go to missourifirearmscoalition.org uh, we do a lot of live streaming. You can also find us on social media. Uh, we've got a Facebook page. Over 100,000 people chime in. We've got, you can always join the discussion, continue the discussion um, on com. I know that we've got guys right now, or I'm sorry, .org. We've got guys in D.C. right now um, working on the red flag stuff, working on some of the other stuff. A lot of the 2020 candidates are proposing um, executive orders in their first 100 days. So we really want to stay active and stay on top of the news. It will it seems like a long way away, but it's really going to be here before we know it. Yeah, great stuff. Alex Salzman from the Missouri Firearms Coalition. Of course, also my partner, Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. That is going to wrap up this segment of Second Amendment Radio, but we got one more to go. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to FM News Talk. 97.1. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio, FM News Talk 97.1. Tony Colombo in studio this week. Aaron Tarlow, my partner from Southern Armory, uh, is out, but he was uh, joining us on the phone for those first two segments of the show. Uh, don't forget that you can always go back if you missed anything on today's show or any of the shows here. Uh, you can two ways, two really good ways to get the podcast. You can go to our website, 971talk.com, click on podcasts. You'll see all the shows and all the podcasts here from the radio station, and you can download it right there off the website for free. And then even better is the radio.com app. Radio.com app, also absolutely free on your phone, on your tablet, whatever. Download the radio.com app, favorite FM News Talk 97.1, and then you have access to everything. You can stream the station 24-7 from wherever you are. 
And you can access and download right there in the palm of your hand all of the podcasts here on the station, including Second Amendment Radio, as many of you have been doing over the the course of the last several months, and we appreciate that. So go back and check out this show, anything that you missed or you may have uh, or you want to hear again, including... Uh, this conversation that we're about to have right now with a brand new sponsor of the show who I am uh, thrilled to have aboard and uh, honored to be talking to and and honored to have on the show. Uh, Jake Fair with Osage County Guns out there in Wright City is joining us. Uh, Jake, great to talk with you. How's it going? It's going wonderful. Thanks for having us out today. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for coming on today, and thanks again for hosting us earlier. Uh, Dave Glover, if you've listened to the DGS, Dave's talking all week about being out at Osage County Guns this week. Dave is is one of the uh, spokespeople uh, as well for Osage. And uh, we were out there earlier today in Wright City at uh, at the amazing store. For people who are just getting to hear about you, talk about Osage County Guns, where you're located, and what you're all about. Well, we're, uh, we're a retail store that uh, recently opened up here in Wright City. Um, we're right off of, uh, we're coming from the St. Charles area, right off uh, exit 200 there on, on Highway 70 and and uh, we've got a 6,000 square foot, uh, a little over 6,000 square foot retail space where we're Ooh, able to it's put a big out store. the showcase. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, it, you know, I, I won't say it's the largest ones out there. There's definitely some some large stores out there, but uh, it, it's a good space. And uh, we're uh, able to, you know, showcase a, a wide variety and a good selection of firearms and accessories. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know selection is one of the things that you guys are, are very proud of. Obviously, having a store that is on the larger side allows you to stock um, a lot of of stuff right there that people can, you know, uh, purchase. And, you know, depending on exactly what it is, they can purchase it and, and, and walk out the door with it that day. Don't have to place orders or, or wait at all. Um, talk about the, the, the huge selection that you guys have. Well, you know, one of the things that we've really tried to capitalize on are are some manufacturers that are, aren't super boutique that you can't find in every uh, dealer out there. So we've got some fantastic uh, relationships with manufacturers um, from the you know super reliable guns with Glock and Ruger, uh, Springfield, uh, Smith and Wesson. Uh, but we also delve into a little bit harder to find where we have a very large selection of Nighthawk, STI, uh, Steyr, um, and. Uh, B and T, and some of the other brands like that that are a little harder to find. You can't necessarily walk into every store and find. Right, right. And I know you guys have a great relationship with uh, Sig. Talk about um, uh, the Sig Sauer stuff that you have. There. We do. We have a very good relationship with uh, with Sig, and, and a big foundation of our company is based upon that relationship with Sig. So we've got about a eighteen hundred square foot Sig store within a store. Uh, in our retail store. So we house and carry almost every SKU uh, that SIG allows us to purchase um, for both the law enforcement uh, and uh, their APP program side, but also for the commercial side. Very so we are uh, very, very invested in SIG. We enjoy them as a as a company and the relationship that we have with them. Yeah, and obviously, you know, you guys, like you mentioned, you carry all the major manufacturers. And I know that... Um, you know there are there there are a couple different types of uh, gun collectors or, or gun owners. Some that you know have a manufacturer that they're that they prefer, 
and they kind of stick with that one manufacturer. And then, they, you know, there are others that, you know, like, uh, you know, a handgun from this person or maybe a revolver from this from from this uh, maker. So you definitely have all of of that, uh, plenty of options for everybody. But uh, why why the, uh, the 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 little extra relationship with uh, Sig Sauer? What what is it about that brand uh, that, you know, has developed that relationship with you guys? Well, I think as, as you look at a lot of the manufacturers out there, we they do a lot of effort in trying to be new and creative. Um, you know, the firearms industry in general is, a, is a, an extremely old industry. And anytime that a company puts a lot of R&D and effort into engineering new ideas, new concepts that make firearms more accurate or more comfortable, better for certain uh, situations, whether you're looking for a carry concealed gun or you're looking for more of a competition uh, style firearm, uh, they do a lot of work in trying to always improve, upgrade, and um, make things exciting in the industry. And so because of that, we've been able to really partner with them and get on the new guns that they come out with and really help promote those and sell those. Um, and it's it's made also that their accessory side of the business, they do a really good job at, at catering to their firearms. And so you they've just made it a very good business where you can now find everything that you need um inside of that brand uh if you're a loyal to a sick brand right optics and suppressors and ammunition and everything else so yep yep and and like we said plenty of selection uh with many different manufacturers all the major ones for sure but if you are a sig person <laughs> and you haven't been out to Osage County Guns, you need to get out there because you don't know what you're missing. It's like a, a paradise if you are um, if you are into the, the Sig Sauer stuff. Um, talk about also uh, not just the firearms, but uh, clothing, accessories, other uh, self-defense um, utilities out there. What else is out at Osage County Guns? Well, obviously, besides the, the firearm aspects of things, you got to be able to to shoot those guns that you love to shoot. So we've got uh, a good supply and um, uh, selection of ammunition uh, for both handguns, rifles, uh, a little bit of shotgun. Um, we cater a lot to the uh, to the firearms industry in general. Um, we're not necessarily one-sided when we have uh, accessories for hunting. We have accessories for the tactical side of the business, the concealed carry side of the business, and the target side. So um, we, we've got a great partnership with uh, Vertex, uh, they've got a new brand, uh, their second generation of their backpacks. If you like to carry an EDC-styled bag everywhere um, that you want to carry off-body as well as on-body and can still carry, that are a little more discreet, but they're extremely well-planned out, really well-made. We'll have their fall line of clothing uh, coming up here um, and not too uh, far away. We'll have some uh, good selection of some camouflage coming into the fall hunting season. Um, and then... Um, with suppressors and optics um, from some all the major brands, uh, along with uh, just shooting accessories to enjoy your time at the range, to make yeah. things easier to load ammo, to um, make things easier to, to run your firearms. So. Yeah, absolutely. And you just mentioned suppressors. Uh, they have been a big topic of discussion on this show in recent weeks. Um, we know that there are some on the more left side of our government that have sort of identified and targeted suppressors as the next uh, sort of boogeyman in the gun industry. It, it was bump stocks after the Las Vegas tragedy, and they they won that battle and were able to get uh, bump stocks banned. 
and now uh, many of them are targeting suppressors. Uh, what do you think about the, that situation? Do, are, are, do you have any fear that um, that they may be successful in eliminating suppressors, uh, getting them banned like they were for bump stocks, and and this just this debate around them has it created? A demand, and are you guys? Uh, um, you know, is it is it more difficult right now and a longer process for people to purchase them if they want? I, I'd say there's, um, I'd, I'd say there's a bit of uh, a demand increase. I think as the biggest thing to the silencer or suppressor business, as you as you look at it, uh, is there's still a lot of education, not only to the Second Amendment um, advocates that are out there that enjoy that right, but also those that don't. And, and I think there's a lot of misunderstood um, facts and yeah. a lot of opinions that uh, make it a cloudy kind of a topic because yeah. they, they're just, people don't spend enough time to study it and understand and, or I don't know how many people out there that are fighting against silencers are actually physically ever taken the time to go use one exactly they, it's the movies been in the presence the movies don't do it, it's not what you see on the big screen it's it's a it's not like that at all it's still a, a pretty loud bang uh it's just not it's just not quite as loud it's not like you can walk through a sleeping nursery and fire your weapon and not wake up the babies it's not like it, that it, at all it's not and and i think that there's just such a misunderstanding when it comes to that and you know, there's a lot of groups out there, unfortunately, that are very set on um, demonizing uh, certain items that, in their own right, just sitting on a table are completely harmless. And uh, so I, I don't know that there's um, a real necessity for it. Uh, if you look in the overall broad scheme of things and you look at the uh, world, um, silencers or suppressors are actually a positive thing. Um, in a lot of countries, they're they're utilized and uh, without any uh, scare tactics, they're, right. they're utilized for what they're intended for, which is to be able to suppress noise and still be able to allow people to shoot, um, and not disturb neighbors, also allow you to shoot and not destroy your own hearing. Yes. Um, but they're not whisper quiet. Right. And, and I don't think, you know, that people really truly understand that though they hear bad mouth from other people or they see it on movies it's a whole other world if you take the time to really study it and really get out there and be actively engaged in it. Exactly. And I right. think there's a, I think there's a surprise that people don't realize what they're intended for and how they're used. Yep. And if you have questions or you want to learn more about suppressors or firearms, any of that stuff, Osage County Guns in Wright City, a great place to go and pick up all those accessories and firearms. Uh, Jake Fair uh, with Osage County Guns, before we lose you, uh, website, social media for people that want to learn more about Osage County, how can they do it? Uh, obviously, uh, OsageCountyGuns.com, a great website for us. Um, you can uh, Facebook. Uh, again, um, we're on, on Facebook as Osage County Guns and Instagram. So anytime you have an opportunity, questions, uh, comments, uh, obviously we'd love to see you in the store. Um, love to see your face and, and talk guns and, and uh, the industry, but you're also able to jump on our website and social media where we'll be posting all of our events, uh, any sales and any uh, fun things that we've got going on. Great stuff. Jake from Osage County Guns, we certainly appreciate you joining us today. And uh, uh, Osage County Guns joining up with Second Amendment Radio is one of the great sponsors. Uh, we appreciate you for that as well. And I'm sure we'll talk to you again really soon. Enjoy the rest of your we day.
You too. We look forward to it. Thank you, you so bet. much. Yeah, you bet. Thanks, Jake. And that is going to wrap up another edition of Second Amendment Radio. Thank you so much for listening. For my partner, Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory, who is on location today, our producer, Chad Ellis, I am Tony Colombo. Thanks for listening to Second Amendment Radio on FM News Talk 97.1. Get more at 971talk.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.